0: Ladies and gentlemen, I'm full of optimism. Einstein's theory of relativity. We're
1: still
0: seeing it quite well
1: through that haze. 37 seconds. fight e e e Equals MC. 13. That all men are
0: created equal. About the future
1: innovations.
0: <laughs> and growing strength in the air. Tear down. Tear down. What is
1: happening? Coming alongstation.
0: This is Finding Your Frequency. With your hosts, Jeff Spinard and Ryan
1: Treasure, it's time to speak up, share your voice, and hear from the thought leaders. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, this is Ryan Treasure, your host for the day. Finding your frequency is in the house. I want to thank everybody for tuning in to the Finding Your Frequency program right here on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're going on year six with Finding Your Frequency. Super excited to do another episode. And we got a great show for you guys today. Uh, you know, just, just kind of kicking this off. We have we have a great guest who's going to talk about some amazing things. And, you know, I want to preface this with uh, you know, we're all going through some super hard times right now you know it's uh it's 2021 finally but it doesn't feel any different right now than 2020 did with the pandemic uh you know at least we're past all the political uh election stuff not saying we're past political drama as a whole i'm sure i'm sure there'll be something that'll happen in 2021 uh that we'll all have to deal with in, in respect to that but we're uh we're at least free of the election thank the good lord that was a crazy time uh, but you know what? We're all still dealing with this COVID nineteen pandemic across the the world, and you know I have friends in in different places on social media that speak to you know how things are going in Italy and India and Europe, and you know those places are having just as many challenges as we are. And I think it's important to kind of think back and 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 take a step back um, and kind of figure out you know once this all gets over, and and while it's happening, you know how do we how do we heal during crises? How do we um, you know, how do we how do we get some some resolution from the negative placement that we've been dealing with? You know, everybody's remote working. I know my daughter's remote learning. Uh, it's been challenging for us as a family, uh, just you know, not being able to get out of the house and you know go do all the things that we do. And you know that 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 leads to you know some some sense of uh, non-normalcy that causes you know uh, in 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 lesser human beings. Uh, you know, you can get depression, anxiety. You know, all of these things can surface because of all these things that we're going through. So I want to talk a little bit about that today with our fantastic guest, uh, Carl Mollison. He's, he's an awesome guy. He does a show here also at Voice America called Get Wisdom. Uh, it's every Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. You can tune in every week. You can listen to it live or on demand and you can catch it on uh, Google, iTunes, uh, or, or Apple Podcasts as they're calling it now. We also just listed him on Amazon Music Services under their podcast section. So pretty much anywhere podcasts are heard you can you can catch carl mollison and get wisdom uh but the best place of course is to to listen to it on voice america's empowerment channel fridays at 10 a.m pacific you know carl's a great guy uh he's a psychic medium channeler of of the source creator he's a research scientist and inventor uh, prior to his spiritual path as a healer he was a pharmacologist authoring over a hundred published abstracts and peer-reviewed journal articles he's got six US patents for drugs and medical devices that's pretty cool uh, he's a board certified hypnosis so you better you better you better watch out he might hypnotize you uh, into being better within uh, being your better self <laughs> he's had training in multiple alter- multiple alternative healing modalities and facilitates lice. Life transforming trauma resolution, negative belief replacement and remote healing via the divine realm uh, for clients worldwide. And that's exactly why I wanted to bring Carl on the show today, because we're all dealing with so much stuff you know, and Carl has a great perspective on, you know, how we can, uh, you know, leverage the divine and light work and different other protocols to, you know, really create a comprehensive healing process uh, for for all of us as human beings. So Carl, I want to give you a big, a big shout out and say welcome to Finding Your Frequency.
0: Hey, thanks so much, Ryan. I'm delighted to be here. And this is A subject near and dear to my heart. People and their quandary, the problems, the dilemma of human existence. This has really possessed me my whole life. And that's what led me into doing scientific research, you know, to help medicine. And that's who I was growing up. I was uh, science-drawn and fascinated. I just have tremendous curiosity about everything. And science offered to supply a lot of answers and a tool to use to figure more things out. And so I was all for it and I signed on and I did it for almost 30 years and was involved in a lot of different therapeutic areas for all kinds of dilemmas from
1: infectious disease to autoimmunity. Wow, Carl, that's that that's quite the... Uh, resume there, and you sound like a person that definitely has a wide-ranging understanding of of what's going on in society today with the pandemic and uh, you know with with the vaccinations and you know all those disease components. Um, before you get too far along on your story, I kind of want you to take a step back. Um, you know, I, I love science and technology; they're probably you know two of my favorite things. And you know, any time that I can get somebody who likes to talk about science or technology on an interview or in a room together. I just, you know, I corner them uh, (laughs) and we and and we and we try to really get to brass tacks of, you know, some of the cool new uh, scientific and technological breakthroughs that are happening. But before we get into that, um, I want you to tell the listeners, um, you know, kind of starting at an early age. Right. Um, Like, where did you where did you find your frequency in life? Like, where was that aha moment where, you know, you, you decided to, you know, start down that path and then ultimately end up where you are now?
0: Well, I had an aha moment, actually, as a kid. I was going to church one day and walking along the sidewalk, I was walking there, and a bird's egg had fallen out of a nest above and smashed on the sidewalk. And there was this bird embryo sitting there in the yolk sack and all exposed, and It was at once tragic because I was very sensitive to life and nature and those things, but also fascinated at how life comes about and this was a pivotal moment for me it was sort of like that scene from 2001 the movie if you remember that with the giant fetus at the end floating out into the heavens and you know people <laughs> yeah. were scratching their heads what is that about <laughs> well that was that moment for me and so i went after science with every fiber of my being looking for answers and you know many many later years later i ended up coming back you know, to church in a sense, and going back to God as a higher source of answers. But that's cutting to the chase at the end. So you you want to know a little bit about finding my frequency in this process. But that was a big driver. My curiosity, and I know now that that was a karmic imperative. And what I mean by that is it was a life plan. And that's the paradigm we're in. And I didn't appreciate it then that incarnation uh, and reincarnation are a cycle of recurring chapters, and that we are immortal, like they say in the religions, we have an immortal soul, but we spend it over time incarnating here again and again, those of us who are on the earth. And that is for many reasons, but one of them is learning and growth, and also to repair the damage we get along the way, because this is a tough place, if you hadn't noticed, this is a really tough place
1: especially right now I went through I said especially especially right now especially right
0: now yeah yeah it seems to be getting worse at least uh with the array of problems and I can talk for hours about all that because I look into all these things the weather problems the societal problems the global tensions on and on and on now as as a, a source to get divine wisdom about it all but I had to get there I didn't Just wake up one day and think, well, if I talk to God, maybe I can hear an answer. And then it came. That happened after years of effort, tuning myself in and growing spiritually. I had to do a lot of growth to get to a point where I was able to have a communication with the higher realms. So this, this is quite extraordinary, and I, I'm i humbled every day by it, and it's so wildly improbable to me that I'm doing what I'm doing now because I started out as a mainstream guy and looked for new medical therapies for a lot of different diseases, cancer and, and so on. And when I retired from that career, I wanted to continue doing something to help, and I was able to indulge my curiosity. So here we go, finding your frequency – I was unleashed in a sense. I didn't have to stay nose to the grindstone. What's feasible? What's practical? What can we do now to put a patentable drug on the market? I started looking at what other people were doing for healing. And that led me to the spiritual movement of the day, the new age movement, it's called. And I looked at a lot of different tools people were using, psychological tools like meditation, and energy healing modalities. And I took training because I had time and the resources and spent a lot of time exploring it as a scientist would, looking for validation and wanting to grow. And what I came to see was, first of all, there's a huge unmet need for emotional problems. And I didn't believe that using pills was the answer. I knew that scientifically, that that wasn't going to work. Because it's, it's a blind alley. It's a dead end. We don't know enough to go and perturb the brain chemically and fix those things. We think we might, but it, it hasn't helped tremendously. And one of the things I saw was that the subconscious mind allows a way to intervene and help people. And as a hypnotist, I was intrigued about helping people. And that led me to trauma resolution processes that actually worked. And so I I explored that deeply, and that led me to taking a workshop one day to look at the question of removing spirit attachments from people. I had a hypnotist colleague who did this for 20 years with his wife, and she passed on, and he decided he would teach this to others, and he was a hypnotist, and he taught us over the course of two weekends How to hypnotize someone, call forth the darkest spirit attachment in them to come forth, and then to have the hypnotist work with that channeler of that spirit to talk it to go to the light. And to my shock, I found I was able to channel dark spirits in people. And it was it was an earth shaking transformation and it lit a new match to a fire within me to learn all about this phenomena what's with these dark spirits how come so many people have them and as I started
1: working with people for their emotional issues I found they had spirit attachments Carl explain to us what what is it what is a dark spirit attachment like if give give, give that kind of a, an explanation to our listeners who may not understand what that is sure. This is described in the Bible. It's the de- the demons, the so-called
0: demons. The fall from grace, the war in heaven with Lucifer and his spirit minions, they had a falling out with God because it was an ego-based desire for more power and control of things. And that made them move away energetically because they were corrupting themselves unwittingly at first, but it got worse and worse and worse. And eventually they were forced out because they were trying to have it their way and control people and their own energies and was wasn't always for the better in what they were doing. And they got cut off from the Almighty. And as a consequence, they no longer got life force energy and they can only continue to exist as parasites. They have to prey on living beings, And so they infested other beings in our galaxy, humans included, and this corrupts. It lowers the vibration. They can work deep in your mind to program you with all kinds of crazy ideas and stir up your passions and whatever your leanings, they'll reinforce it. And if you're violence prone, my goodness, look out because you'll likely be pushed into doing criminal activity of some kind and maybe even murder. This is where criminals come from. It's this process. This is where the most severe mental illness comes from, things like schizophrenia. It's a spirit corruption that cuts a person off from their soul level. So they begin to lose the ability to feel and exhibit love. And they can't get help anymore from above. And then the spirits have a field day with them. And they can start to warp the mind in ways to make the person develop delusional thinking that will corrupt them and keep them preoccupied. So it's a vicious cycle. And then they torment themselves. And it goes on autopilot. So this is a tough thing to dial back. But spirits can be removed from people. And I learned how to do that. And as I looked more about what's going on, I looked more and more at the consequences of past trauma, which I would call a karmic event for short. Karma meaning what goes around comes around, the law of cause and effect. If you harm someone, That harm will come back to you through the law of karma sometime, somewhere, maybe not until another lifetime, (laughs) but it'll come back around. So will
1: will loving kindness. I want to take just a second and talk about our sponsor for the program today. As you guys know, business happens on LinkedIn and LinkedIn sales navigator is the best version of LinkedIn for sales professionals. Get ready to exceed your 2021 sales goals with help of LinkedIn sales navigator. The best salespeople on the planet know that closing deals is about understanding your customers, their needs and building relationships. It's time to reimagine in-person selling and cold calling for the digital world. You can tap into the power of LinkedIn's 70 million plus member network. LinkedIn sales navigator gives you 20 monthly in mail messages, lead recommendations, unlimited searches, actionable insights and news and access to free courses on LinkedIn learning. That's right. Free courses on LinkedIn learning. Target the right prospects and right decision makers, unlock 15% more pipeline from sourced opportunities, 17% lift when saving leads on Sales Navigator, and 42% larger deal sizes. 42% larger deal sizes equals more revenue and more cash in your pocket. Who wouldn't want that? As the world adapts to new working habits, sellers must also shift tactics to stay ahead. LinkedIn Sales Navigator is here to help sales professionals do just that. You can start a 60-day, that's right, I said 60-day free trial of LinkedIn Sales Navigator by going to LinkedIn.com slash frequency, F-R-E-Q-U-E-N-C-Y. That's LinkedIn.com slash frequency to start your 60-day free trial of LinkedIn Sales Navigator. LinkedIn.com slash frequency i'm a big fan of martial arts right and one of one of the one of the key principles of martial arts is the yin and the yang right like the dark and the light you can't have you know you can't evil evil can't exist um, without good and good can't exist without evil. And so it's kind of like that, that same idea with the yin and the yang. And, you know, uh, my wife asks me this all the time because, you know, like I'm over courteous sometimes in the grocery store, you know, we got to pass. Oh no, you go. It's okay. You, You know, you go ahead and go. No big deal. Oh, Hey, let me get the door for you. You know, those types of things. Um, I, and I've always believed that the more, you know, uh, cordial that I am to my fellow human beings, I'm hoping that I get that back at some point, right? Where knowing that if I, if I'm putting out that, that love and that helpfulness to, to my fellow man, you know, that that'll come back to me in some way, shape or form. I don't know what it is, nor do I care what it is. I just, that's, that's what I believe. And I believe karma is, is, is kind of an explanation of, of that idea, right? Um, going to the grocery store is a great example. Um, I love people watching, right? So you ever go to the grocery store, Carl, and, and, and you get done with your groceries, you put them in the vehicle, right? And then what's the first thing that every normal human being would do? Push your shopping cart back over to the shopping cart return where it goes, right? And I see so many people Who just like leave their shopping cart in the middle of the, you know, the, 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 uh, the parking lot or, you know, I've, I've pulled into the parking lot before and there's shopping carts in the middle of the parking spaces. And I feel like there's a difference between a person who puts their shopping cart back where it goes and a person who doesn't. Right. Um, and I know it's a really, really kind of an odd observance, but, um, If you can't put your shopping cart back where it goes, what other things in life are you not doing? (laughs) You know what I mean? Uh, Oh, I know. And so and so, I'll go put that shopping cart back for that person. Not for them. Not for them. I do it for me because because I know it's the right thing to do. Um, And like I said, I know it's a weird observance to talk about shopping carts, but uh, it's just something I observed. I'm like, well, why? Why do some people do that and some people don't? And I feel like it has to do with you know who they are as a person. Uh, maybe you know I don't know. Maybe they're having a bad day that day and they just didn't want to do that. But something as simplistic as putting your shopping cart back, um, you know, it 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 it, uh, it shows a lot about the character of a human being.
0: Well, I agree with you hundred Th- percent. These things are a reflection of character. And nothing is too small to miss the attention of karma. It will record everything, even small acts of kindness like this. And it will help support you in life. And this is an energy that works its way through all of time, and it's on autopilot. In other words, it's not God watching every little thing and keeping a list and and wanting to harm you or punish you. It's automatic energy reassignment. It's a rebalancing. If you don't do it, someone else will do it for you. And you might not like their choice and how that happens. So if you can get ahead a little bit, when you do a lot of nice things for others, that'll help to negate when you do make a mistake and trip up.
1: and And that'll help your future. Hey guys, I want to pause the show for just a second because I want to talk about this really cool app called Stereo. I've been using it for a little while now and man, it's pretty cool. It's a live broadcast social platform that enables people to have real conversations in real time. The app allows podcast creators to build an intimate relationship with their fan base by engaging them in direct conversations. Listeners can literally record a question, send it in while we're doing the live directly to us. And we can answer those questions and engage in real time. It's really cool. I've been using the app for a couple of weeks now. I've done a couple of variants on it with some random people and I've met people. I've already got some followers. So it is a really cool application and there's so much diverse content on there. You'll always find something to listen to. Finding Your Frequency is excited to offer our listeners a new way to interact. Join us every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific time for a live show on the Stereo app. You can download the free stereo app and select finding your frequency. We're verified right there on stereo, so you can connect with us whenever we're live. Stay tuned for more details on how to engage with us on stereo at the end of today's episode. Go to www.stereo.com forward slash Radio Ryan One. Again, www.stereo.com forward slash Radio Ryan One. Once you get in there, make sure you start following me. You'll start to check it out. And again, we got the shows that we're going to be doing every Friday at two o'clock. Pacific Time on the Stereo app. I tell everybody, you know, who's listening to the radio show that... You know, any act of kindness that you do towards your fellow man will definitely come back to you, you know, in, in, in one shape or another, it might come, it may not come back today. It might not come back tomorrow. It might be not five years. It, you know, you you, you may not know, um, when it comes back, you could narrowly escape death because of a car accident, uh, because somebody was driving erratically behind you. You didn't see them in your rear view mirror, but at the last second they swerved out of your lane and they didn't hit you. And You didn't even know that that happened, but that could have easily been one of the rewards, right? That you're unaware of for you being so kind to people, you being, uh, you know, uh, people being kind to other people.
0: Well, and here's something you probably don't know about that example. About 30% of auto accidents are caused by dark spirit attachments distracting a driver. It's just the key moment to cause an accident to come about. So if you're coming the other way and you've got a kind of buildup of good karma going for you, you're more likely to have one of your protective spirits jump into action and maybe get you very attentive to see what's coming and think about that oncoming vehicle sooner. (laughs) And then you can escape yeah. What happens and and that's good grace. That's divine grace in action.
1: Oh, she had in the bank. Carl, that uh, you you hit the nail on the head. I, I I almost have goosebumps right now just because I have a I, I have a story that relates perfectly to what you're talking about. Um in April of twenty twenty, I was on my way. Um so I live in Arizona, we're like Texas, we drive trucks here, right? So I have a I have a Chevrolet pickup truck. Um, you know, I, I loved my truck, great truck. I was all excited because I had paid it off and hadn't had a car payment for like a year. You know, all of those great and wonderful financial things when you, you pay off your vehicle. And I'm and I'm tootling down to work and remind you, it's April of 2020. There is nobody on the road like we're in lockdown. Central, you know, businesses are forced to close down. There's a curfew, all this stuff. Right. Um, Well, because I work in radio and and we we disseminate very pertinent information as it relates to, you know, the pandemic and those things with our channel on the empowerment channel and health and wellness channel and, and other various programming i'm an i'm an essential employee i have to come to the studio i cannot do my job from home right and so i i've been commuting through through this whole thing i'm driving down the road and i'm probably i don't know less than a mile from the studio and as i'm approaching an intersection you know you can see the crosswalk numbers and they count down five four three two one zero and then at zero the light turns yellow and so i was entering the crosswalk right as the uh The the numbers hit zero and the light turned yellow and a person in the left-hand turn lane of the oncoming uh, lane made a left-hand turn in front of me. And I slammed on my brakes and I went, I'm going to try to swerve. I, I swerved right. There was a poor gentleman who was sitting in the other lane. I I was driving uh, northbound. So this car was pointed westbound. So they're like in the, you know, on the the completely different uh, tract of traffic. And as they're on that tract of traffic, I actually hit that person too and totaled that vehicle. Here's the weird thing, Carl my truck landed in between a light post and the post that holds up the stoplight. Had I been four inches to the left or four inches to the right, I would have not only had a head-on collision and a secondary collision, I would have had a third collision with a light post of some sort. For whatever reason, wow. I did not get injured. The driver who caused the accident did not get injured. The other person did not get injured. And for whatever reason, I landed in between these two posts And this accident happened, I mean, I was driving the speed limit, uh, the police said I was driving 41 miles an hour in a 40 um, as I was going through the intersection. And so in a 40 mile an hour collision and I barely narrowly escaped in between two posts and my airbags didn't deploy, nobody's airbags deployed. It It was a very weird kind of eerie moment at that particular time as I got out of the vehicle and I started to kind of observe what had happened to me. And what had happened in general. And, you know, of course, I'm like asking everybody if they're okay. And it took me about 15 minutes while we were waiting for the police to arrive to look at my truck and go, whoa, I can't believe I just narrowly fit my truck right in between these two posts. Because my, my, my truck ended up like on the corner of the street. Uh, mm-hmm. And so I, I that that day I prayed to God and I just thanked him because it could have ended up so bad. You know, I could have died. The guy who hit me and any one of us could have died. I mean, it was a very major accident. All three vehicles were completely totaled. And um, I still to this day, am like, I thank God for that because I believe that there was some divine intervention that made sure that I survived that particular accident. And I and, you know, I don't know if you've ever been through anything like that. But when you get done with something like that, um, your nerves are so shaken. But when you finally calm down from that. Um, it makes you really take five steps back and really observe your life. And what are you doing? Because tomorrow is not promised to you by any means. Anything could happen. And it just really made me kind of reconnect spiritually from that point. And it's been uh, an interesting ride ever since, I can tell you that.
0: Well, the average person would probably say you live right. And, but that's more of a catchphrase than what people would normally stop and think more deeply about if they want to understand it. But I think your, your perception is absolutely right And in turning and giving thanks to God. You had an inner knowing that that was what happened. You got some divine grace, so good for you. And it's because you live right. You found your frequency <laughs> and
1: being on a divine path. I'm not perfect. At least enough of the time I'm to not get perfect back it's good for you I don't nobody's perfect you're not perfect well, I'm not perfect we all make mistakes but it's you know it's it's what type of mistake are you making you know what I mean um you know I'm not out there absolutely I, I'm not out there like you know trying to find toxic friends actually I'm not out there trying to find any friends. You know, um, I feel like friendships happen by way of fate. You know, you should you don't search for friendship if friendship is meant to happen and happen. So if I meet somebody and we become friends, it's not because we were searching for each other. It's because we found each other because of fate. Right. And I, I wholeheartedly believe believe mm-hmm. in, in that idea. Um, and yeah, there, there's definitely something divine uh, about. Uh, you know, a lot of the things that happen to people in their lives, you know, uh, I get mad at myself if I like if I'm too hard on my kid, you know, Uh, I got a seven year old and I remember when I remember how I was as a kid and, you know, I want I want the best for my child. Um, I want I, I want her to not have to deal with some of the mistakes that I made in my life. And so I'm a little bit harder on her than my mom was on me when I was growing up. You know, and sometimes I take a step back and I think, well, am I being too hard on her? You know, is this something that's going to come back and bite me later? Um, and, you know, those are the types of quandaries I think I have the most in my brain as far as, you know, um, living the right way is, is you know, how am I treating another person? How am I dealing with other people? How am I, you know, dealing with my family and my daughter, um, you know, and then also making sure that I... Uh, I tried it like I get like I said earlier, I, I just I don't do toxic people, you know, and I, I feel like, uh, you know, toxic people could probably be, you know, infested with those demons that you speak of those dark energies. And I, I can't and won't have that around me because, um, you know, like they say, you are uh, you, you are you are a part of your environment. Right, and if you invite those into your environment, then you're in trouble. It's like that old saying: um, "It's not how much water is. Uh, it's not how much water is around the boat; it's how much water is in the boat <laughs> that would cause it to sink."
0: <laughs> well, I, I I get the picture. It's a beautiful <laughs> uh, beautiful analogy. We all feel like our boat's going under at times, don't we? <laughs> but but I, I certainly agree that the idea of parenting is such a huge obligation and a sacred one you're you're guarding that person's soul and your own soul as well because if you screw it up it's going to be on your head it's going to be a mark against you karmically and you'll have to rebalance that at some point and pay that back and it might be much more unpleasant than you would imagine because if that impairs your daughter's life all the way through in various ways The damage mounts, and that is what is returned to a perpetrator, even an unwitting one, someone just through carelessness or or maybe ignorance, you know, thinking they need to be a taskmaster and really be a critic, you know, to drive that person forward and keep them motivated and so on. If that's overdone, that can be harmful. So you're wise to stop and think. And this is <laughs> the art
1: of living, isn't it? That's so funny this, that you, This that's, is that's so funny that you say that. That's the one thing that I, I I I kick around in my brain so much. You know, my father was in the military, I was in the military, and you know, those are those mm. are the, that's the one thing that goes through my mind all the time. Am I am I am I being too harsh of a critic? You know, it's like, I want you to clean your room and well it's like, you know, I walk in there, C seven, I'm like, Well it's not dad clean. That's not like, you know, as clean as I think it would be and she's like, What do you mean? It looks great and I and I do agree. Sometimes you have to be very careful of how critical you are with your children, especially when they're when they're you know young, because they're they're very impressionable and very emotional. And uh, sure. this is this is something I, Carl I deal with on a daily basis, especially with all the like in school learning and stuff. It's 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 even more difficult now because our kids are with us twenty four hours a day, seven days a week, and you know we're, we're the mom, dad, teacher, you know counselor, uh, physical education coach, <laughs> all of those things right now. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I know what
0: creator of all it is would probably say about this, and that is do what you do through a place of loving kindness. Ask the question, what would love do? What would love say if love were guiding this, driving this discussion or this instruction? And that might help you because there is a way to do it. So even if you need to really get them to shape up and do the right thing and be strong and be forceful and be responsible and don't make so many mistakes, be more careful. And all those things, if you do it in a way that shows them this is really going to help them in life and really gonna bring good things their way, there's a way to encourage as much as
1: criticize.
0: And that's that's kind of the art of all of this.
1: Yeah, encouragement. And that's that's one thing I'm in my head. Um, how do you how do you how do you how do you provide criticism through encouragement?
0: Okay, well let me let me jump in here with some comments <laughs> that I've gleaned from creator of all it is and uh, i am now a channeler of creator i started out with these dark spirits and then moved on to archangels as well and i still channel discarnate spirits because i want to learn you know why did terrorists shoot up a movie theater or a church or something and i'll talk to them and get their story but i i moved on to channeling to get learn to learn divine wisdom about things and one day i asked creator would you be willing to give us an update of the Ten Commandments? Because this gets criticized a lot. They seem a little bit old hat and maybe incomplete. It's often criticized that there's certain things but not others, and some of them sound harsh and punitive. and, And so Creator did so. And the first thing on the list, number one, was... Uplift the self with no harm to others. And that covers a lot of territory right there. It's kind of the golden rule type of perspective about life. If you want your daughter to reflect well on you and so you don't live in torment because she didn't turn her out right and you have to suffer because of all that. Well, that's for you. Okay. But you don't want to harm her in the process. So there's a balance always in, in energy and in life and in morality and ethics and in spiritual focus so that you're always thinking about the bigger picture. So number two is uplift others with no harm to the self. They're twins. Uplift the self, no harm to others. Uplift others, no harm to the self. And it goes on from there. But it says a lot about love in these 10 divine principles for living, I call them. And they bring to, into focus how love is the answer, but it's also the trick. <laughs> you know, this isn't, it, it's not so simple as just saying, well, just love everybody and love yourself. And, and that's all you need to know. Go home now. You know, you've, you've learned your lesson. It's, it's not easy in the execution when you're in a tough place like we are and all that's thrown at us. We're challenged day in and day out with things that annoy us and things that scare us and many, many burdens. But being in divine alignment really provides strengthening that's surprising. And when I talk with Creator about love, in many situations, even things like nuclear war and so on, Creator returns to love again and again, but in a practical way, not just as a feel-good kind of bucking you up, but there needs to be action always that humans take. And this is not so appreciated by the spiritual community who are enamored of the idea right now, the new agers that you can attract anything you want. You can visualize it and make it so. That's a misguided idea of how this works. You must put something into action. But if you also are asking the divine realm for help and support, healing and protection, everything in your life can get better because you're getting that partnership going with the divine and it can be there for you all day long. Like when you're driving up to an intersection and something goes wrong and you got a big truck going down at speed, at full speed, and suddenly everything is, is uh, falling apart. That's when you need the divine to step in and help. But if you've primed the pump with your love all the way along in your life, you'll you'll get that back, yeah. and it might be just in the nick of time.
1: Yeah, I love what you're saying here. This is this is really awesome. Um, and for the those guys that are listening, the idea of uplifting yourself with no harm to others and uplifting others with no harm to self—just those two ideologies right there—could prevent a number of catastrophes, you know, uh, with, you know, global tensions as an example, right? Uh, and and we're running a little short on time here. We got about four more minutes here before we close it out. Um, can you give our listeners some information on, you know, how, um, you know, you being a light worker, and you know, you speaking to the divine, um, how that correlates and bodes with our current situation with the pandemic. Because I, I know you've talked to Creator and you've done some of those channelings, um, and I'm and I'm hoping that you have some uh, some information for us that you've received from from Creator that you can share with us um, to help get us through these tough times that we're dealing yes. with. Yes, yes, I'd be I'd be delighted, to. I know a tremendous amount about this how it
0: came to be what it's doing where it's going and on and on and on but here's something of vital importance how to deal with it personally and survive okay so creator gave us a prayer to help with the pandemic and a coupled it with another prayer to make it more wide in its application but here it is source creator Each and every day, remove or render harmless all dangerous viruses and other organisms, all heavy metals and other harmful substances at toxic levels from myself, my loved ones, and apply this prayer again and again as needed to help all affected beings and the earth as a whole to keep everyone safe and restore well-being to the afflicted. So you can get that prayer on our website, getwisdom.com slash prayer. There's a free download about prayer, and it discusses a whole set of creators' recommended prayers for all the needs in life.
1: Well, people have a lot of needs, so hopefully your prayer page is pretty long.
0: <laughs> well, it's 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 full. There's... Uh, Uh, a whole list of things covering pretty much the basic things in life from a to z but this prayer on on uh, dealing with infectious organisms and also harmful substances i mean there's a lot of both you know we ingest our foods have contaminants and things spoil and on and on and on and then we've got viruses and other organisms like parasites and bacteria and so on But one of the insights from Creator that shows the power of going to the divine today to get an update about things is, if you ask Creator to remove the virus from you, that can be done quicker and more certainly than if you wait till you have COVID-19 and then you pray to be healed. That is harder for the divine to do because your karma figures in And if the law of karma says, well, you're due for a heavy load, it's harder to dial that back, even with divine intervention. So this is a powerful prayer to remove all dangerous viruses. I mean, who knew you could do this?
1: I I didn't think you could just make a prayer to the divine and that be protection for, for the virus, to be honest with you. And I don't think a lot of people know that. Well, see,
0: nobody's talking about God in the pandemic. And what does it mean that, you know, that God is supposedly on on duty? (laughs) (laughs) But what I'm told is this pandemic was originally going to be massively fatal, but is not because people are praying and people are using this prayer. There's a bunch of us practitioners using what we call the Lightworker Healing Protocol that has very powerful healing techniques described. And it addresses every source of negativity that can befall a person. And it works across all of time and heals all their lifetimes. That's what gets launched. And it's an ongoing thing. It takes a long time. But it's capable of dealing with anything and everything. And so that is the power that's being unleashed by spiritual people that have the empowerment of divine wisdom in a specific actionable form like this.
1: That's amazing. This has
0: never happened before.
1: This is new to the planet. Carl, what, what, what great information that you've just been giving us. I appreciate you being on the show today. Tell people where they can get a hold of you. I know you, you let out your website, which is getwisdom.com. Um, you know, drop your social media, any of that stuff, uh, so people will know where to get in touch with you.
0: Well, we're on Facebook, but uh, the best place to, is to start at the website. Look at our free downloads. We have a database of 3,000 questions and growing uh, every week I do more channeling. People can submit questions. There's a way to su- ask a question to a creator. We do as many of those as we can. I have webinars monthly. There's a, a, probably 100 or so already on the website on all different subjects. I channeled Beings in the Light. Those channelings are on the website, almost 100 or more of those. And I've got almost 100 episodes of Get Wisdom that are there as podcasts uh, on the voice america channel that's awesome and the empowerment channel of voice america so there's a wealth of information that you can learn about to help yourselves in a practical way awesome and help the planet and your fellow human
1: carl mollison everybody Carl I want to thank you for being on the show today I want to remind everybody to go check out Get Wisdom every Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the VoiceAmerica.com Empowerment Channel Uh, go check out the show he uh, co-hosts with Brian Kelly they talk about healing and saving humanity it's a great show go check it out Carl thank you again for being on the show and for all of you guys that are out there listening please make sure you give us a top rating on uh, iTunes Spotify or Google or wherever you're listening to the program share it with your friends and family we want to get more people involved and finding your frequency, you can find me on social media at Radio Ryan One on both Facebook and Twitter, uh, and then of course uh, we started this new thing that we're doing on an app called Stereo, um, so you can check me out there as well. I'm at Radio Ryan One on Stereo as well, um, and we uh, we love to take some of these conversations that we have with our guests over onto the Stereo app, and you know, kind of dig a little bit deeper and allow you guys to ask some questions and stuff like that. So uh, you know, maybe uh, you and I, Carl, can can continue you this on the stereo app in a couple of days what do you think well i'd be happy to accommodate you ryan it would be a pleasure that's wonderful everybody thank you so much for joining in to finding your frequency today i'm your host ryan treasure make sure you stay tuned every week for brand new episodes right here on finding your frequency from the voice america talk radio network Hey, what's up, everybody? So glad you tuned into the show today. What a great show it is. Like I said earlier in the show, at the end, I was going to give you some more information on our live stereo session on the Stereo app. Stereo app users can engage with the platform to listen in, seek out topics, and join conversations about issues and ideas that interest them. There is no lack of content on that application. You can flip through many conversations, ask questions, join ones, make your own, Wide-ranging topics on stereo comedy, pop culture, lifestyle, sports, business, technology. The app can be downloaded for free by Apple and Android users. Once users download the app, they'll be able to create an avatar and a profile. (laughs) I had so much fun making my avatar. It was super cool. Users can submit the audio messages to hosts of conversations to join those conversations in real time. Finding Your Frequency will have a live audience interactive episode on stereo. We're going to be doing this every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific time on the stereo app. Again, Finding Your Frequency is going to be having a live audience interactive episode every week, Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific time. We're going to do question and answers. We're going to talk about technology. We're going to talk about business. We're going to talk about marketing. We're going to talk about people found their frequency in life and in business and why they decided to do what they do and take questions from people that are listening to the show and allow you guys to engage with us. And I really hope to see you on stereo again, stereo.com forward slash radio, Ryan one live every Friday at 2 PM Pacific time. So again, come to stereo.com forward slash radio, Ryan one. Once you get in there, follow me and make sure you guys tune into the show. Thanks for listening.